Abraham Lincoln. Louisiana Purchase, that's a name. You need to really get off my balls, okay? I'm gonna kick your ass. Also, why was Michelangelo so stinky? Ew. Welcome to episode 274 of the All You Can Hear podcast, and I am your host with a co-host. My name's Colt, and I have... I can't say your name. Who do you have? I can't say your name. That's you. Oh, 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 it's me, Wenzel. Hey. Oh, my God. (laughs) And uh, we come here to talk to you about two cinematic masterpieces, two beautiful films like Thor Love and Thunder Wishes. Wishes it could be either of these. And you know what? That sounds like a joke. I genuinely believe that. I genuinely believe Thor Love and Thunder uh, cries thinking about both of these movies. Yeah. um, That's future talk, though. You'll find out next week when that episode comes out. Um, so again, we're talking about two cinematic masterpieces, but let me say that currently for the, as far as we can tell for August, um, Pat and Jojo, they are taking a break, so they won't be on the podcast. It'll just be me and Colt, but maybe possibly at the end of the month, there'll be a special guest. Not gonna spoil it, but let's just say they haven't shit themselves on the podcast. And let's just say their name starts with The Rock. Yes. And that's nothing else. We're not going to say anything else. <laughs> We're not going to say uh, Black Adam. Oops. Oh, I shouldn't oh. have let that slip. I shouldn't Dude. have let that slip. Dude, you can't do that. <laughs> not when they just did the panel. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. So we're they're taking a break, and it'll just be us talking and shitting and stuff. So, yeah. Um, so if you don't like us, well, go fuck yourself. Just what you're getting, and you're gonna eat it. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself, Colt. Thank you. Yeah. Whew. Damn. All right. So let's start off with the first movie. All right. Look, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you this is the biggest high right now. This right here, like the next movie we talk about, it comes nowhere near this. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that this movie right now is like, it's like a drug. I mean, and it's a good drug. It's like, it's well-deserved. Blade Runner 2049 was my favorite movie until this came out. Exactly. It wasn't on my radar initially. Uh, We kind of went and saw it on a whim. We did. We did. We were like, let's let's check this. Let's check out this little indie movie. Um, And the funny thing is, if you know, if you saw the icon for this episode, you already know what we're talking about, but we're just dragging it out. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I mean, I will say, though, I did email Letterboxd saying, hey, can I add one movie to all four of my slots in in my favorite movies section? I did send an email about asking about that. Um, They sent me a cease and desist letter. I don't know why, why they sent that. I don't know how that works, but you know what? 
<laughs> Good. <laughs> no, that didn't that didn't happen. Obviously, yeah, we're talking about Minions: The Rise of Gru. Um, yeah, the prequel to all of the Minion movies, the Despicable Me movies. What? Uh, this is it. This is how we win. This is exactly how we win. This is our uncut gems. This is our end game. This is it. Uh, what happened was, uh, whenever we were planning episodes for this month, Wenzel shot the idea of doing a double feature with this movie and another movie, and uh, we just thought it'd be funny as shit to uh, watch Minions <laughs> and then the next movie, because they are so different. They're so fucking different, and we thought, we or I thought, we should talk about both of them, um, because like I, I knew like Minions would be like tolerable, Um and like nope uh, obviously that's what it says in the title nope i was like we were so hyped for that film but it could go like either way about how it was going to end up being because you know spoiler for the next week's episode um there was a there's a movie that really surprised us by how god fucking awful it was um yeah we so, did a normal double feature with minions in that one and let's just say minions blew that one out of the water yeah so um yeah uh that was really disappointing but it's also kind of funny and it's funny i thought like when i came up with this i just i was just laughing i was like this is so fucking funny this is so stupid we got to do this so we're doing it and minions the rise of grew was like colt said um i mean it wasn't bad it was pretty good yeah we were joking obviously about how great it is it's not my favorite movie all time it's a fun movie yeah, no. Um, I mean, it's uh, if you've seen any of the other Despicable Me's or Minions, I mean, it's up there. It's not bad by any means. Um, yeah, um, I should say too. Uh, I've only seen the first Despicable Me movie. I am in the exact same boat. I when the first Desp- Despicable Me movie came out, it came out twenty ten. I was eleven years old, so. I was a ripe age, that shouldn't be said, I was the right age to watch that movie, because I I was a kid, and I feel like that's their demographic, and uh, since that was the case, (laughs) in the theater, there was a lot of people that were our age, and a little bit younger, say like 17, 16, 17 to our age, Uh, so it it was strange, but it also makes a lot of sense. It was very strange because like like Colt said, when you think about it, it's like the demographic, which would be like current kids now, but then also any of the Zoomers, Gen Z, who are like older or still teenagers. And it's like basically this is kind of their childhood. And I, I didn't think about that until when we were there. I was like, shit, that makes like that's that's so bizarre because I've again I've only seen the first movie so it's weird to think that whenever I think about all these other movies that I'm like oh yeah these are my childhood you know like Lord of the Rings Star Wars um fucking Iron Giant like all the Digimon Pokemon you know all this other stuff so really it doesn't really come to mind this movie and being like oh yeah this left the mark of my childhood we got to go see it <laughs> Oh no I remember <laughs> Despicable Me but yeah it's like childhood though i was playing call of duty at this point so that was my childhood call of duty was not i will fucking despicable me you're right i was like 12 at that time i was playing halo so halo was also my childhood too like man yeah i i I remember watching it i was like 
you know, this is a fun time. I, um, yeah. And then, uh, we watched this and, uh, God damn, <laughs> it was good, but it's just the reaction of some of these kids was just, I think what made it even better. Yeah. There was a surprisingly good, uh, crowd response to this movie. It was, uh, I, there was a few times where Wenzel and I just looked at each other with our mouths open just cause how shocked we were. Yeah, the people just clapping and cheering at the screen. It was, and it so... wasn't the. Uh, there's a bit or a meme that was going around with kids doing the suits and uh, saying, "Yeah, Minions Elite." These were actually genuinely f- people that loved the Minion movies, and uh, yeah. they were just having fun. They were, um, and I gotta appreciate it because I mean, it is what it is, and um, and I think like some of them are probably aware of the memes, and some of them are just genuinely um you know enjoying this but also it just felt kind of is the word pavlovian kind of right pavlov you know the guy who did the stuff with the dogs (laughs) responses (laughs) um there was this really funny part too when like there was like two sad moments like genuinely like for the film emotional sad moments where as soon as they started, a kid just started crying. Oh, yeah. The kid had to be brought outside because uh, it was just scream crying. It was just scream crying. And I, I turn over to Cole and I'm like, bro, it's not that serious. <laughs> it was, uh, was it when the little minion things were like uh, saying, please oh, let me in? Or yes. no, he was saying, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. he, didn't, he, he cusses a lot in this movie, Grew. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know where to really start with this movie besides like talking about just the bits I guess we liked. Um, oh, I should have said at the very beginning. I want to start. Spo- well, you go. I was gonna say full spoilers for this movie and the next movie. We're gonna talk. Uh, well, actually, for the next one, we might kind of rein it in just so that if anybody wants to see it, go see it. But we're gonna be blasting full spoilers. I'll just say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we should start off with things we didn't like first. Uh, I feel oh. like that's easier to do. Than... All right. I, I uh, what I didn't like. I didn't like how there were shitty ass trailers before this movie. Um, yeah, I didn't like, I'm th- I, th- that fucking movie. What is that movie? Uh, is it White Bird? Uh, no, I mean that was oh. stupid. Oh, I'm talking Pause about of the Fury. Yes. Pause of Fury. My I'm guy. so fucking tired of seeing the trailer for this movie. I I, I, I hope it's out, so we don't have to watch it anymore. It should be coming out soon. I I feel like it's this month. Yeah, we um. So if anybody else has been going to the movies, and if you go to like anything like PG thirteen or whatever, they're gonna show this trailer. Michael yeah. Sarah is voicing the main character, and I don't give a flying fuck about this movie. Michael Sarah is phoning that shit in. He is not a voice actor. He is a person actor. He he's better in person, a hundred percent. Because ah, that was it's just not good. And plus, Ricky Gervais is in it, and there's farting a lot. That's not good. It's so stupid. Oh yeah, this movie came out on the fifteenth. Oh, thank fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so thank goodness yeah it just it's so cheesy and like just kind of i mean like Colta, it's just stupid and there were these girls that were next to me who were genuinely fucking laughing at it and um you know good for them i guess yeah good for them um there was another movie and it was the um 
it's called white bird a wonder story um man god damn i don't give it's, a fuck it's crazy man how do you go from a kid being bullied to nazi germany <laughs> and what was crazy too is that when we watched this um i knew it was about nazis because i had seen previously like little tidbits of the trailer but like whenever we were watching this i didn't realize that they um or i realized afterwards that they um they censored it so like there's a part in there where a girl the the main character of this story which is so okay i'll tell you what white bird's about white bird is about several years later the bully from the first movie wonder is now in high school and he's still dealing with kind of the fallout and stuff of him bullying that kid and his like uh, his fame and stuff and um he talks to his grandmother who kind of like wants to teach him a lesson about like you know bullying and people standing up for others in times of oppression or being discriminated against and that was during world war ii when the nazis were you know uh taking over europe and then rounding up jews um anybody who um they wanted to exterminate and um there's a part in there where the woman as a girl she gives this boy shows her shows her sketches or whatever and he's like oh this is this is you know good or whatever for a jew but then he says uh, in the censored version this is good for you people i think something like that and it was like huh all right and uh but then we saw the same trailer before thor and in this one he says jew but then also too we see just so many like nazi flags it was like wow they really cut out a lot for um <laughs> before minions because <laughs> they didn't want the minions to get uh remember like memories back to uh what they did and, uh, as their first jobs yeah yeah because there's also i think what makes this movie even more funny is that the memes so there's a meme where it asks where it says don't ask the minions about where they were in uh on uh Oh my god, I can't remember the exact date. Nineteen forty one. Don't ask them between where they were between the times of nineteen thirty nine and nineteen forty five. Because I think in the first Minions movie, it talks about how they were the servants to uh, evil people for all time. Essentially, I don't know how old they are because I didn't watch the first Minion movie in preparation because I didn't fucking want to. No, I didn't want to. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. So. Um, but then also too, whenever, uh, there was the part in the movie where the minions had stolen a plane and they were flying it, I immediately looked at Cole and I was gasping. I was like, no way. No. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I thought we were about to get like a weird nine 11 joke in a I mean, kid's we, movie. I mean, we would it <laughs> like that. That's not going to happen. <laughs> but like, because there's also memes about that where Gru is like talking to a mic saying, oh God, there's a second. <laughs> there's a second plane. plane. <laughs> and the minions. Okay. Now the minions flying the plane was actually pretty funny. Um, it was fun. It but was in reality, fun. it was pretty fucking. Oh man. I'm just remembering there's some things in there that are weird. Like for some reason we see Gru's butt. That was one thing. That's my major thing that I fucking hated was seeing his grotesque ass. It was so <laughs> nasty looking. It, it, I didn't like looking at his ass. 
But what did we like looking at? Oh, we loved looking at those mean asses. They're so fucking funny. Every time I saw a mean ass, I was cutting up, scream laughing. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> All right, let's calm down. We saw, uh, I think, two minion asses. It was like three. Because I know we saw the, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? Not Bob. Stuart and Kevin. We saw both of their asses. Yes. Stuart got stuck in the toilet. Toilet, And then uh, they were in San Francisco and Kevin, Stuart was grabbing onto Kevin's overalls and we got to see Kevin's butt too. Um, man, they have like such um, jiggly asses, round <laughs> jiggly asses. What the um, fuck is wrong with you? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. That's funny. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> it was funny. Um, also, too, there was actually another good bit was with um, Otto, the one with, which uh, Colt told me something about that, that I was just like, huh, that's weird. Uh, Otto is like the the really big minion. He has braces, and um, he, um, he kind of goes on his own little journey, and it's really kind of wholesome and funny. <laughs> yeah, the fun thing about Otto is he does not appear in any Despicable Me, uh, the other, the last Minion movie at all. This is the first movie he's ever been in the series, and the fan theory is that after this movie ended, uh, Gru executed Otto <laughs> um, in front of the crowd. Not the crowd of people watching, his Minions, other, just to be other- uh, an example. <laughs> Because because Otto kind of fucks up in this movie. Real Otto's bad. a fucking idiot. He traded the uh, sacred uh, medallion. medallion for a fucking rock with eyeballs and wanted to fuck that rock. Oh my god, what a stupid little minion. No, he he is so goddamn stupid. I mean, it makes you think like what like what was going on in his like. I know he fell in love for a rock with eyes, but like how how fucking stupid do you have to be? Like you stupid fucking minion! What the fuck? Gosh, dad, goddamn! And then you know he tries to make up for it, which I guess was cool. He gets on his um, gets on a kid's like tricycle and races, <laughs> goes really fast across the fucking country to catch up with this guy's uncle who had the it medallion. Was fun. It was, it was actually fun. really fun. And there's there's also a TikTok or meme where it's playing um oh gosh, what's the song? It's really fucking good though. It's so good. Um and then he catches up with the guy and the guy's like, Hey, you wanna go on a ride with me? I'm going to San Francisco and so they go to San Francisco, but as they're doing that, they they kind of have a fun time. They they make a stop to look at the world's um, largest. Uh, was it was it banana or was it? Like, oh, yeah, more? it was a banana because the yeah. uh, minions love bananas. <laughs> so like they were go, they were like just stopping, having a fun time. It was kind of wholesome. I really enjoyed that. And then, um, oh gosh, we had uh, maybe it's a bad idea that we did this so long after everyone watched this movie. Nah, that's fine. No, because I can't it's remember. It's fucking anything. minions. Uh, there was one thing I wanted to bring up uh, about things that I thought was weird. It was the important. I think it was the beginning of the movie. Gru uh, wanted to watch a movie, so he decided to throw gas grenades into a theater to get them out. Oh my god! And like fart. I looked at Wenzel as soon as it happened. I was like, "This is probably something you don't want to show to people watching a movie in a theater." 
especially because of past occurrences. Past events have involved theaters, yes. I forgot. We were still talking about things that we thought were weird or disliked. <laughs> I completely went on to things about I liked. Uh, sorry. Yeah, no. Colt looked at me, and I was like, you know, I knew about this from the trailers, but still watching it, I was like, yeah, that's weird. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, it felt like a throwaway scene, too. Like, it didn't necessarily need to be in the movie. I mean, if you wanted a fart scene, just have, like, the minions farting on each other or something. Or it, he could have, um, I don't know, just farted a, <laughs> farted a bunch of people, I don't know, in public or something. Oh, okay. Um, gosh, sorry. I'm going back to things I like. Uh, other things disliked. Um, uh, How short it was. No, it, length was perfect. Length was perfect. It was like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was really nice. It, it wrapped up really good. Oh, oh, okay. At the very end, when they thought the old guy was dead, okay, they were, um, they were fucking up with his coffin. Oh, fuck. They're just bodies dropping out of shit wood. They record all of them. It's not their fault. They just record everything. They just record everything. It's not their fault that these bodies are falling out of wood, but naked. No. Okay, so what was happening was one of the characters, they thought he was dead, and the minions were the ones doing the service, and they were bringing his coffin in, and everybody who was attending, like, you know, they They thought... They think he's dead. They think he's dead, and at some point before they take his casket up to be put into the ground, um, they drop it, and then bananas fall out. (laughs) Um, But, you know, again, the people don't see this, so it's like... But, like, who's this for besides us? You know, like, that's kind of weird. It's <laughs> like dark. Yeah, it's pretty dark because they're fucking up with this coffin and there's supposed to be a dead body in it. And they kind of just throw it into the ground. <laughs> yeah, it kind of <laughs> crashes. If you're a loved one and you see your loved one's coffin just smash into the fucking hole, you're not going to be too happy. No, I would not. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah. I can't really think of anything else I dislike, though. Or that yeah, I thought it was weird. Um, it was a majority a fun movie. It had a lot of... We can go into the good stuff now. They had a lot of people in it that I had no fucking clue were in it. Uh, big names. Do you remember any of those names? Yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme. He was oh. the uh, Claude uh, vid- uh, he- uh, villain. Oh, he was... Um, His name was Jean-Claude. Yeah, John That's Claude. Actually, that, was the that was that was his name. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I thought the villains were actually kind of fun with yeah. all of their like uh, kind of bits and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Whenever they were chasing after Gru later in the movie, I thought it was really neat to see their uh, custom vehicles they have for their villains. Oh, oh yeah! Oh my funny. God! Okay, the nun. The nun was actually really funny because whenever she wanted to go like into her vehicle or whatever literally light would beam down and then she would just hold her hands in prayer and she would get like beamed up and then also too whenever she's uh moving around she's literally like floating is she not yes so in this universe god is real god is real for some reason uh <laughs> and he and we have strayed far from his light especially with the minions wait is minions a fucking christian propaganda no okay i i hope not okay just making sure. Do you have any Christian thoughts you would like to share? 
Um, I think we're good. They didn't work on us. <laughs> yeah, so um, the vehicles were fun. I mean, like, uh, there's not. I mean, if you want to talk about graphics or whatever, see, not gra- not CG. Yeah, graphics. Uh, gra- graphics. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it looked good. It, it was pretty. Uh, <laughs> pretty movie. Um, the minions were actually, uh, whenever they would dress up to be pretend, pretend to be Groot's parents, I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, it was all around a fun movie. Bob, uh, if I had to pick a favorite minion, Bob is easily my favorite. Bob, yeah. He's elite. Yeah. Bob, uh, coolest minion if you disagree. That's pretty fucked up to say. I would agree. Do we have any more thoughts? I I was just thinking like <laughs> I was thinking yeah they I mean if whoever is editing you can cut this long pause out um because we got time you know we're twenty minutes in but that's fine um if this is like a thirty minute segment or whatever yeah I mean I didn't expect us to go long on minions it's fucking no minions. no I didn't either I just thought it'd be a nice little lead up give tease people a little um <clears throat> we can do a little <coughs> outro for the minions uh, but uh, it's starting now. Yeah, I uh, all around, I thought it was a fun movie. I'm glad I went and saw it. Uh, I would recommend it for if you're a parent, go show your kid the Minions movies. Or this one, at least. Because uh, it's a fun time. Yeah, uh, if you're a parent, uh, go you know, show your kids. Or if you've been keeping up with this universe, go watch it. I mean, it's it's not a, it's not a bad movie, and it's a fun time. I, I really... I, it's a it's a solid movie. Um, I can't really say anything too bad about it. Uh, it's not it's it's not really anything negative. Um, oh, I will say though, there's that one review. I think it was IGN or somebody was like, "This movie is so terrible," and I'm like, eh, "I mean, it's what it is." It's a know. kids movie, man. Kids I, movie. I don't know what if you go into a fucking Minions movie expecting some fucking Citizen Kane. Uh, good. Anything like that? You are. You probably uh, you're probably super smart or something. I don't know. Or or you need to rethink your um, how you're going into movies from here on out. <laughs> I, yeah. Next time, you know what? Uh, the next big movie that's something like uh, Nope, what you're about to talk about or anything like that. I'm gonna go in there expecting minions, and if there is no minions, I will be pissed off. Uh. I, I think you need to reevaluate how you go into movies now. <laughs> I mean, I just did because I, th- I think minions are going to be in the next movie we're talking about. Yeah. All right. Um, so this has been a uh, minion talk. Uh, cut this part out. So uh, we're going to cut it out right here. And next thing we're talking about is nope. So we're going to end it right here. All right. And uh, next thing on the list is nope. This movie, I I went in expecting to have a fun time because it's Jordan Peele. I enjoyed uh, Get Out. I loved Get Out, actually, and I thought uh, Us was fine. And this movie surpassed everything. It surpassed all my expectations, and it's now one of my favorite horror. It's my favorite alien-themed movie of all time. It's just... Wow, so fucking good. Yeah. Um so for this first part 
of what we're talking about. We're not going to, we're just going to talk about like our initial thoughts without giving anything away. We're just going to talk about, because obviously we love it. So we're going to talk about how much we like it and stuff. And then next part, if you've watched it and you want to listen along with us, you know, talk about it or listen to us talk about it and you, you know, um, we'll talk about full spoilers, but yeah, like Colt said, um, I loved get out. I thought us was okay. Um, so not like, you know, but like with this, whenever it was first announced, um, I was like, yes, cool. It was, you know, people, uh, actors who were announced for this film. I was like, yes, yeah. Give us Kiki Palmer. Give us Kaluuya. Give us, uh, Steve Ewan. Um, I was, I was excited. And then we got the first trailer and that, and I should say me and Colt, we have only seen the first trailer when it was first released. Mm -hmm. Even when we went to see other movies and the trailer started to play for the the second one, uh, we close our eyes and cover our ears and look crazy uh, to everyone around us. To be fair, we only had to do that for Thor. (laughs) So, uh, because Thor was the only one where they played a really long trailer. Um, I don't know what happens in the trailer, but it was so fucking long. Um, and yeah, no, every time I've been watching TV, it'll pop up. I immediately turn off my TV or I mute it because I'm not, I don't want to know anything. I don't want to know anything. So that's what we did. We went in it and, um, you know, you, you get the little tidbits from the first trailer. It's like, okay, this is supposedly about aliens. We know that. Um, weird stuff is happening. This takes place in a gulch in California. Okay. Uh, horse trainers, Hollywood. This is a part of it. Um, and then, um, oh gosh, what I was going to say. Uh, you know, the posters were really sick too. Like you get like some stuff here, like some kind of things here and there about the UFO, you know, cause there's a UFO obviously from the first trailer. Um, like for the first poster, there was a cloud with a string of, um, Flag. flags hanging out of it and it's like okay okay like you know getting garnering interest and then um actually watching it it completely like it met the hype and it completely blew it out of the water it was more than i expected i mean like cold this is probably my favorite like alien thing ever but it's also my favorite um like alien like if we want to say alien abduction or um like ufo subgenre of horror it's probably my favorite thing ever um in that subgenre it's so it was so surprisingly good like like i knew it was gonna be good because or i didn't know but i had high hopes and it was jordan peele is fucking amazing yeah it, it he's so fucking funny there's like genuinely some of the funniest shit ever and in this movie he he adds his own little taste to it and it's not overly funny it's not at all. I think the amount that we had was perfect. Absolutely. Like, the way, oh my God, the way Peel writes humor, he does it naturally and just enough. Oh my God, it's so perfect. It's it really, it's, it's fucking fantastic. Um, gosh, I had another point to make. Um, I don't think I did. Never mind. Um, but yeah, no, it was, um, and it was like legitimately scary too. Uh, there were moments, uh, I think Colt was more affected by it than I was, but I definitely got pretty like the jump scares anyway. Like Colt was literally, um, 
God, there was even a part in there where it wasn't, it wasn't, gen- it was like so um, unnerving, but like it was just creepy enough that Colt jumped out of his seat. He's like, fuck. And then another jump scare later, Colt, like, it scared me, but Colt jumped out of his seat. It was so funny. And the guy next to me was like laughing along with me because I was just cackling. <laughs> like, but to be fair, a lot of people were at that because that was like that was so scary it was very startling it, when i get immersed i forget about everything around me this movie was so fucking immersive i was sucked in like okay. almost immediately Ex- exactly no like i'm not making not fun almost of you immediately i'm not making fun of you or anything i completely understand that because when i'm so immersed into something I like I forget about everything. It feels like I'm literally in the movie. And I mean that's a that's a good job on part of like the film itself and also probably the theater. But like man, I was immersed into this like oh my god. I mean and like the characters were so the characters were so good. They're so relatable, very funny, very um like I mean emotionally it was like really well done too, especially with that beginning. Um Oh my god, the god, very it was so insane. The fur okay. Oh shit. I'm just like even though we've just seen it and I still think about it, I'm like I, I, I keep forgetting this one part that happens in the very, very beginning of the movie that like me and Colt were just completely like, what the fuck? Like it gets so real. <laughs> like, holy shit. We're um, going like I know Wenzel said minimal spoilers. We're going to talk heavy spoilers later. I assume because there's some yeah. stuff I need to shit out of my mouth. No, we need to talk about it. Um, I should say though, we actually so before the movie actually started, we got uh, we got treated to a nice trailer. Um, there was rumors that Oppenheimer was going to be shown uh, before the movie, and the movie was starting, or we had gotten past all of the trailers, and they did the whole Nicole Kidman thing, and we we're like, oh, like Colt was like, no Oppenheimer, and we're like, all right, but then they show it, and it's just like, oh. Okay, that was awesome. I'm excited for Oppenheimer. Yeah, it looked so fucking cool. It was a very short, very brief trailer, but it was a lot of like fire, a lot of fire countdown to the atomic bomb and a dialogue where like he's talking about Oppenheimer and his importance. So yeah, no, it was real good. It it gives you hype. Um, There's also a lot of just good trailers uh, or interesting trailers in general too um but we uh we don't really talk about those we'll just go right into nope um so i guess from here on out uh we'll talk about full spoilers so if you want to if you, if you haven't seen it leave right now um if you yeah. want to like if you want to uh look at some more non-spoilery stuff i go ahead you know um you can even look at my little review i have of it at the uh i'll have up for it on um Letterbox, I won't put spoilers on that. I'll just do my little tidbit. But uh, yeah, so full spoilers here. I highly recommend you go watch this movie if you haven't already. Please do not listen to us talk spoilers because it's that it re- fucking good. It it really like it really takes away from like how in, in, incredible it is. So I think if you go in without knowing any without knowing anything, it'll make the experience a lot better. So yeah, yeah. So in uh, five, four. Give me a time to click off. Three, two. Are you still here? One, you need to click off. <laughs> zero. All right, the spoiler time. Yondu's dead yet again. Okay, I didn't know he would go off with that. That's crazy. But no. Okay, 
we gotta start from the beginning because the, the beginning is bat shit. It was just uh, what the fuck? Uh, coins, pocket change, keys start raining from the sky at like bullet velocity. That's not even the beginning. Beginning the oh, beginning. Fuck, no, the beginning starts with. Um, Don't spoil that. I thought we were no, talking wait, about full we're spoilers. Spoiling. Okay, you can spoil it. Fuck. I was going to say, there's a little bit of dialogue from a freaking um, talk show. And it's like, okay, like something's happening. Something's happening. And then it cuts hard to um, a chimpanzee in like little funny clothes and a birthday hat uh, having killed the entire cast of this talk show. Uh, they're in studio. There's blood everywhere. The monkey's pissed off. Um I genuinely thought that we had walked into the wrong movie at first because I had no idea this was going to be in the fucking movie. No freaking idea. Um, and then the monkey immediately looks directly at the at the at us, the audience or the camera, uh, and then it cuts to the next part, uh, which is the um, like Colt said. Uh, there's just. Uh, Kaluuya's character is working on um, some horse equipment. Uh, we didn't know Keith David was in this movie. He I was had playing. No clue. He was playing um, Haywood, uh, Otis Haywood. That's that's their uh, that's their family. Um, the uh, horse trainers in Hollywood, black owned horse trainers, and um, you know they were just chatting or whatever doing like normal stuff but then like you know we're getting a cue of like okay this equipment that Kaluuya's character just fixed just turned off and then stuff starts raining down and it's just like what what's this uh we get a little bit tidbit too here of um of uh some hikers who we've gone missing and they're still looking for them but uh then Kaluuya's character looks back and he sees his dad quiet he's like hey you all right pops um nothing the horse just keeps walking walking and then pops falls off the horse and we're like oh shit what happened and then we it cuts to them in the truck trying to go to the hospital and my guy Keith David is bleeding out from the head it's fucking gushing and it's and then it and then he dies and there's like a huge like cut like an exit wound in his eye and um we see that uh a coin had fallen and went through his skull and completely cut through his brain um and then also too we see that there's a key stabbed into the back of one of the horses and you're thinking oh shit like did those hikers who like because you also hear like screams a little bit but we were thinking like okay the hikers they just got abducted and their stuff was just falling out of their like of their pockets or whatever and they just they like completely by accident just killed uh this dad yeah we we fully understand why we heard the screaming and the ejection of the pocket stuff uh at first it was confusing but as soon as we i realized what was happening later in the movie i was just fucking oh Oh, type thinking. Yeah, no, like the payoff for it later really pays off. So like from there, we get some, um, we kind of get some, a uh, little bit of, um, not exposition, but uh, I guess you can say that, uh, or not exposition, but like um, we kind of learn a little bit about the characters that we're dealing with now. We're um, Otis Jr., OJ. We kind of learn about him. Um, 
we learn about um his sister uh, played by Kiki Palmer um and then we learn a little bit about uh Steven Yoon's character and um you know we um we kind of like it it's uh i mean it's really nice we uh, we get a little bit of um I don't want to say development because we just got introduced to these characters, but we get to look at them and see how they operate. And yeah, uh, we we find out how Stephen Ewan, his guy, was actually a kid on the sh- the show that had the monkey kill the people on. Yeah, because there's a really good part where uh, we learn that after I can't remember how long it takes place after their dad dies, but um, they go to the place uh they had like a theme park that had been converted into um jupiter's claim and um <clears throat> steven yoon's character owns this place with his family and um we learn that uh kaluuya character oj i keep forgetting his name oj oj sells has been selling his horses to steven yoon and um what's steven yoon's character's name jupe his name is jupe yeah and um they've been he's been selling his horses uh he sells one of his horses lucky but he tells lucky to stay cool i think it's really funny um how he talks to um the horses because i do the same thing whenever i'm with my dogs or whatever i talk to them like they're just people and i mean it's kind of nice because you're you're giving them some respect you know it shows that he cares about these animals a lot he does it it even goes further because he wants to do a buyback plan because he really loves these horses yeah, and and to, um, especially for his like family's kind of legacy, and um, and also too before this, whenever they're trying to do a Hollywood scene, um, they're like, oh, OJ's not as good as his dad, blah blah blah. But it's like he is good as his dad because he understands the animals just as much as his dad. He was trained by his dad, and um, yeah, so we get that. Um, Kiki's character um, M, she's uh, really funny. Um, very different from her brother and then uh, uh back to steven yoon though he was the kid um i don't want to say the main star on that show but like there's a he has a secret little hideaway where he has a bunch of merchandise and uh publicity stuff from that and he has a moment where he's talking about how snl was uh parroting or making fun of that happen but like for steven yoon's character jupe it wasn't a joke it was a he was ha- he has PTSD um, because he literally there's a really good audio where everything kind of just gets like um, focuses out where he's starting to remember that that moment and we get to realize that whenever the chimpanzee looks directly at the camera he's looking directly at him because he's under the table hiding from the chimpanzee and we're like oh shit like obviously he survives but it's just brutal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we can might as well talk about that scene a little bit more. The the chimpanzee scene. Holy, that, uh, I'm already scared of these things. I've heard of the stories all about how they rip people's faces off and how they can kill you pretty easily. A grown adult, no matter how strong you are, do not fuck with wild uh, chimpanzees or just no. chimpanzees in general. I mean, yeah, no, like any wild animal, um, like you have to have a certain respect for it. And that respect is that it is a wild animal. So it is completely just, um, what's the word? Not untamable, but 
expect the unexpected or um you know it, it's it's wild so don't expect to um to do exactly oh gosh what's the phrase you can take the uh, monkey out of the jungle but you can't take the jungle out of the monkey stuff like that i mean that's not the phrase but yeah, that's not the phrase I think that's I'm what they said of. with king kong i have no idea i can't remember <laughs> i'm trying to think it's like um it doesn't matter that much no no it matters to me because i gotta fi- i gotta figure out this word uh yeah i don't know <laughs> just respect the animal and respect that you know you're not gonna be able to um it's not gonna do everything that you say or think it will do like you can't just you gotta keep your distance and you gotta don't look in the eyes. <laughs> yeah, do not fucking look at the monkey in the eyes. Yeah, this chimpanzee, uh, it was a birthday-themed episode for the monkey. So the c- characters got the monkey presents, and uh, one of the presents was a large box full of uh, balloons f- with helium. Uh, the balloons immediately rise in the air and pop on one of the lights, I'm assuming. And the monkey goes ape shit, literally, and starts killing everyone on set. Yeah, it's pretty brutal um, because we know we know as far as we can tell, uh, Stephen Yoon's character survives, and then we find out later that um, his sister, I think, in the in the show, his sister, yeah. quote unquote, um, she survived too. But before we even realize that, um, the monkey is like, so we only see her legs, but we see the monkey. You hear it too, him beating down on her body as she's like, like whimpering and like coughing up blood and like can't do anything. And then at some point, like we hear him like chewing on like her face and ripping stuff out. Um, and like we assume like, oh shit, she's dead. And that was brutal. Um, as far as we can tell too, the the father and the mother did not survive. He killed them. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot to say in the earlier scene where uh steven Yeun was showing off his collection he talked about how that he came up with the exploding fist bump with the monkey on the show uh and when the monkey made eye contact and was walking towards him that we talked about earlier uh, he just walks up so closely and he reaches out his hand to do an exploding fist bump uh it sounds cute but it's horrifying uh and then proceeds to uh, have the monkey get his brains blown out right then. By, and there. Yeah. Um, which that also scared Cole and it scared me too because, but like I was, I was telling the call, I was like, well, well, you know, what do we expect to happen? Yeah. It <laughs> needed to happen because it was a bad situation. It was really bad. Um, yeah, no, absolutely terrifying. But it, it um, you're thinking like, okay, what the hell does this have to do with alien stuff uh we'll we'll kind of explain that a little bit later but it's more it's more so about hollywood and how hollywood treats animals um because we also have another thing that kind of wraps around back to that is when uh kaluuya's character oj is uh introducing the horse and um he keeps telling them don't stand behind the horse and that's something that everybody like i i like you're I, at least as I was told as a kid, like if you're ever near a horse, never stand behind it. And then also too, don't look in the eyes and like, you know, don't don't startle it. Well, they startle it, and the horse kicks, almost kicks and kills somebody. And they're like, they're all like, ooh, it's his fault. It's like, no, it's all it's all of your fucking fault. Um, 
yeah so it it kind of leads into like hollywood and especially people don't really understand animals too much um yeah. how to treat them but um yeah so and uh, then I'm trying to think because it goes to the horse uh the horse escaping and then the first sighting of the alien spaceship okay yeah so we get a part in there where uh kind of m and oj are trying to reconnect in their dad's house they drink smoke some weed um when the horses gets out it's ghost ghost is um the horse that their dad was riding when he died he gets out and he runs away and kaluya is uh, or oj is chasing him and um there's uh this is where we get kind of like okay we know the ufo is doing something because there's power outages there was a power outage at their house, and there was a power outage at uh, Jupiter's Claim, where Steven Yoon works. Um, they're doing something over there because the way they have a huge speaker sound, we know that they're they're trying to do something. And um, and then that's where we get our first kind of like Colt really uh, jumps because Kaluuya does a hard turn, and then we see it like very briefly. It's it's so fast, but it goes over the mountain, and we're like, oh shit. Like that was pretty cool. That was chilling. I I will say that was chilling. Yeah, it felt like the uh, the alien footage uh, where you see like for a split second you see the cryptid or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, Kaluuya go, or OJ. I'm sorry, I keep swapping between their names. OJ goes back up there and he's talking to M about this, and like he's like at this point hinting about something, and. It was really nice because he was like, he was like, whatever it was, it was quiet and it was fast. And then M is like, are you saying what I think you're saying? And it's like, yep, UFO. And that's where they decide that they're going to try to get um, the perfect shot, the really good shot of UFO footage, the best footage that they could possibly get. They go shopping, they buy a bunch of cameras and stuff. And that's where we get introduced to our another character um angel i can't remember the actor's name because i've never seen him in anything before but um he's their tech guy he's actually pretty funny too yeah he was a very uh <laughs> enjoyable character i, I uh think he, he's a little weird he's a very heavy conspiracy theory kind of guy and also like a nerd because they're uh, they're talking about the cameras and he's like do you need a setup plan or do you need somebody to set it up and they're like no and he's like okay uh oj is like is it hard to set up and he's like not for me <laughs> it's really funny um and then they and then they get him to go out there he goes out there and um they kind of like let him in a little bit on the like or they don't let him in but they kind of like teasing like okay yeah we're looking for ufos um but he goes out there and immediately starts with saying that like oh yeah my girl left me it's really funny um oh gosh there was a good bit too where they set up a a trap or a, a test quote unquote with uh, one of the fake horses and um m stole it from jupiter's claim and steven yoon goes over there and he's like <laughs> and he's uh and they're yelling back and forth about like, hey, where'd you get your horse or whatever? That was really funny. Really good. But um, I guess I'll go into the next bit too. So that night they decide to um, 
to test it to see the cameras if they work um and then um oh my god okay sorry i'm just remembering now so there's a bit in there where uh they go to the um Kaluuya, oj goes to the horse stable because the power and stuff's going on on and off in there so he's like uh trying to fix that and then he does and he's walking out but then the power cuts back on and he looks looks turns around and then we're just getting this shot of the uh of the hallway or whatever and we're thinking okay what's gonna happen uh we see an alien rise up and we're like oh shit we're going right into showing us the aliens um and then Clue, OJ is freaking out, so he gets out his flip phone, and uh, Colt actually caught this. I thought that was interesting, but um, he's trying to take a picture of it. Uh, then another alien comes out of one of the stables, and he immediately starts saying, nope. Uh, so, so he runs away. Everybody in the theater's laughing. Um, and as he's running away, he runs around a corner, and he tries to, um, again, take a picture. We see the alien's head like wrap around, but then slowly kind of peers around the corner we cut back to Kaluuya one of the aliens drops down um and then Kaluuya punches the guy in the fucking head at that point we realize oh my god it's just a three it's Steven Yoon's character's kids in fucking alien costumes um and OJ just punched the shit out of one of them (laughs) and they run away and it was a funny bit yeah, he straight up gets uh he punches a kid in the face full full force. Yep. And uh, then we think, oh, sorry. Also kind of deserved it. They uh released one of his fucking horses. They released one of his horses like dicks. Anyway, um so yeah, we're thinking like, okay, it's all over. No, it's not all over because um the cameras are up, but one of them's uh, out, and one of them has a praying mantis on it. And Angel is able to watch the camera feed from his computer, and he's sitting there watching it, trying to talk to them. And um, Kaluuya's uh, out there, and M tries to get the praying mantis off one of the cameras so they can get a good shot. And um, this is where we kind of like figure out, like, okay there's electricity outages and uh that's when we know that the ufo is nearby because it causes electricity outages which was something interesting that colt caught was that um oj shouldn't have been able to take a picture because his phone would have uh, been dead um so i thought that was really interesting that's how you know that uh that those weren't actual aliens and um we get this really cool um like sequence where um it's able it um it swallows up one of the uh the horses in this like vortex and it gets like the flags caught uh up in it so it's like oh now they have a way to track it basically so it flies away and the way it flies it's so cool it flies but it, it like goes with the slope of the mountain it's fucking huge and it was so sick but they weren't able to get really any footage um, until the next day when Angel comes over and he looks up at the sky and he just looks absolutely horrified. And he's like, oh, shit, it's real. And he goes to show them what he was looking at. Yeah, and what he showed them I thought was pretty damn sick. I was so immersed at this point. So I was like, I was thinking like, God, that's crazy. This is real. It's really happening. Oh, my God. 
on the footage, he shows them a uh, cloud in the sky. It's a time lapse, and one of the clouds is not moving at all while all the other ones race by. And yeah. that's where they realize that's the alien ship's base. That's where it lives. That is where it's been hiding, and that's where OJ's character, or Chloe's character, OJ, is like, holy shit. I've probably been looking at that same cloud for six months and haven't thought a damn thing about it. And it's been sitting still there. And, oh, man, it was, um, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Uh, and then at that point, uh, Angel decides to um, set up um, tarps on the cameras because it's supposed to rain that night. Is there anything I'm missing? Or am I jumping? Uh, I think you're good. Okay. So, uh, Angel starts to set up tarps, and then we cut to Steven Yoon. Um, at this point, he's having his flashback about the chimpanzee, but we've already explained that. So, the reason he was having this flashback... Um, also, I should say, too, this movie is cut into portions, with each portion being the name of an animal. So, there's Ghost, Clover... Um, the next one is uh, Gordy, which is the chimpanzee um, that I'm about to talk about. Not not the chimpanzee. We've already talked about that, but this next section. So Stephen Yoon, uh, he's at their Jupiter's claim, and we find out what he's been doing. Uh, they have this bit where they totally they totally know there's like a UFO kind of phenomenon here, and then they kind of messing around with it. Um, so that's what they were doing that one night with all the lights and the and the loud like sound and stuff was they were he has this like show that he does where he tries to quote unquote communicate with the UFO and um he um he has one of the horses lucky um they're trying they're going to try to offer the horse to them they have like again a show in the audience there's a woman there too in a wheelchair who uh her face is torn up and we actually see her in the uh, first trailer and it, it was pretty goddamn creepy but now after having seen the previous stuff with the chimpanzee we realized that was his co-star and she had gotten so messed up by that chimpanzee uh, she's there so we kind of have like that kind of loop around to like okay now we know who this is and um so sorry gotta burp burp it up throw up oh god so then um they're trying to basically uh, summon, quote-unquote, the UFO. Uh, but then some stuff starts to happen, and they're like, oh, we're getting an early show or whatever. Uh, the UFO is earlier than expected, and they're, like, kind of going with it. It's like, ha, ha, ha. But then it actually comes out, flies over their uh, their little area, and uh, starts up its vortex, and... It sucks. sucks every single person up. It was 40 people. 40 people. And now, here's something that's interesting. Right before this, Kaluuya, OJ, sorry, Kaluuya's character, OJ, M, and Angel are talking, and OJ says, what if it's not the ship? What if it's not, what if it's not a ship? Because he was like, he noticed something. He was like, the way it moves, what if it's not a ship? And that's where we get a really really shocking reveal and probably one of my favorite concepts i think i don't know if anything else has done this but 
the people get sucked up and then we see they're in there they're screaming they're crying there's like this fleshy stuff that they're moving through it kind of reminds me of some stuff from the fire uh from the alien abduction movie fire in the sky i'm like okay are they being processed right now when are we going to see the aliens but then the person who is the leading they get um stuck or stopped um and what stops them is uh uh, Cole, you want to reveal this? It's the uh, corpse, or I couldn't tell if it was the corpse or the statue that it sucked up. I couldn't of, either, but it was very bloody. Of the horse, and the person just starts screaming. And uh, what we find out is that this thing is an alien. It's of itself. It's it's not a ship. And this it's like uh, a badger, not a badger, uh, a chipmunk. The way a chipmunk stores nuts in its mouth it was storing these people in its mouth for later. It, yep. So every time it sucks something into itself, it's sucking people, things into its mouth to eat. This whole thing isn't a ship. It's an animal. It's a living thing. <laughs> and, um, it's crazy. So Kaluuya's character, I'm sorry. I keep saying Kaluuya. I can say OJ, but I so OJ wants to go to the uh, to the claim to get lucky, and when he goes there, that's where we see like the whole place is fucking abandoned, and he's trying to get lucky. But then the ship kind of surprises him, and because it's creating so much like upwind and like debris and stuff, he gets knocked out, and um, and that's when he's like he's knocked out for hours. Dude's bloody too. So he uh, he gets lucky because lucky's lucky. Lucky didn't get sucked up. Yeah. Um, he he goes back to the uh, to their ranch to um, warn M and Angel. Um, and as he's going, uh, his car dies. Um, and then uh, Angel's leaving, but then Angel's car dies too, and he goes back into the house, and that's where they realize that the that the ufo the ship not the ship the animal uh, the creature is right above them and um we get some really kind of uh funny moments with uh Kaluuya looking out and he's like nope nope looking looking back but uh before that though the ship is directly over the house um you hear all the screaming of the people inside of it uh i keep saying ship sorry the ufo um and then we get uh, probably the first of one of my, uh, or the second cool sequence that's brutal and absolutely terrifying is um, because at this point we knew that it was an animal. And I was like, I was looking over at Cole and I was like, no freaking way is well, I'm thinking no way is what's about to happen is going to happen. And um, <laughs> it starts uh, chewing and digesting all the people it just sucked up. Yeah, and, it's one of the most metal things I've ever seen. And as it's doing that, it is spitting out all of the stuff it can't eat, which is metal, uh, keys, coins, all that shit's stabbing into the house, a wheelchair. Um, and as it's doing that, uh, blood is just spewing out of it, um, completely drenching the house in blood. And it is such a cool scene because... Like you see not only what it looks like from the from the uh, inside out, but you also see what it looks like from the outside 
of the ship, just blood just draining out of it, of the creature. It is insane. And then once it's done, it moves away. And as it's moving, it drops the, um, the fake horse onto the car that Clue is in. And Colt has probably the biggest jump scare he's ever had in his life because he fucking flew out of the seat. And that's where I was cackling so much. And the guy next to me was laughing at me, laughing at Colt. And I was scared too, to, to be fair. Um, but then, uh, they kind of like wait all night and, uh, OJ is able to get a little further. He gets to Angel's car, but they know that the, that the UFO is nearby. So he's like, M and Angel are thinking about what to do. They want to leave. And, uh, then he starts signaling to like, come on, come on. And that's where he has an epiphany where he thinks, um, about how not to look an animal in the eye, um, and he decides to not look in the eye. So as soon as the, sh- the UFO is flying over, he looks down and it just passes by. It's just, it's like uh, the very beginning of the movie. It's a wild animal now. And this enforces that even more. Don't look it in the eye because it will freak them out. It's a sign of aggression in a lot of animals. Yeah. And it's the same way. And he was going to test it. He tested it and it worked. Um, it was pretty smart. Uh, I had to give it to him. I, I like. I was like, "Fuck!" Like that's that is scary, dude. That is scary. <laughs> and um, they kind of just have like a chill night of them eating because <laughs> they go to like a local restaurant and, the, and they're just having a normal time. And they go they go to Angel's place to play in VR <laughs> and smoke weed because. I mean, I don't blame him. <laughs> um, oh my god, it was yeah. Uh, yeah, when they're at the restaurant, OJ brings up that's like, "Hey guys, forty people just died above our house," and then he's like, "Dude, the vibes, bro. Read the fucking room. We don't want to <laughs> talk about that. We don't want to talk about that." It's like, like. <laughs> like OJ was understandably staring off into the abyss because who wouldn't after that? Um, we hear a news report too about how the 40 people are missing and they think that maybe it was flash flooding that could have caused this, but they're like, there seems to be no flat foul play, but that doesn't really make any sense because all of the cars are still at the place and the place is ransacked. Yeah. So that doesn't really make any sense, but that's kind of their thing. Um, but yeah, um, and at that point they have a discussion because M and Angel are like, "We're done with this. This is like this is serious, serious. This isn't this isn't fun anymore." Um, but OJ is like, "There's still work to do," and that's where we get to kind of see like something we realize about OJ is that like, dude works and he works hard, um, and he's not you know. He's willing to to do that and to do the right thing, and um, and that's what he sees with this. He's like, you know, there's still work to do, <laughs> and M is like, and that's where we see also M's character because she's like, there's always work to do, and that's where I'm like, yeah, I feel that. Like, there's always fucking work to do, and it's so fucking annoying sometimes, but there is work to do, and um, they're able to actually enlist the help of a, a cinematographer to help to they kind of entice him with getting the impossible shot basically that's what they say and um this is where they kind of like set up a plan 
Okay. So, yeah, so we'll go into the end portion here. Sorry, we're talking about the whole movie, but honestly, it's unavoidable because it was so goddamn good. So they get they get this guy's help. Um they set up this plan and it it's pretty cool. They kind of they like they go through it. So what they do is they Again, the people who disappeared, they're they're gone. They're dead. Um, so they steal a bunch of car batteries. They go to a guy's um, place with um, the inflatable tube men. They take all of them. Uh, they set up this whole huge grid. Uh, there's actually this really funny part where um, OJ and M, uh, the, direct, the cinematographer, brings out his uh, analog camera. It's not digital, I think. It's not even... Uh, yeah, it's not digital or electric. Um, and then M's like, I told you, boy, that he wouldn't bring an electric camera. And then they start just, like, high, not high-fiving, but... Uh, what were you Smacking saying? each other's hands really aggressively, just <laughs> very fast. <laughs> very fast, but I was like, fuck. That's, like, that's so... Like, let me tell you, when Jordan Peele, the way he writes these characters, they feel so real. Like, you're not taking out of it at all you're completely immersed with these people. Like you feel like you would know these guys, you're friends with these guys or you're in their shoes. Cause man, that, that felt so good. But, um, yeah. So they basically come with this huge plan. They use monopoly, um, game pieces as their character names. Um, they even named the, um, the shit, uh, the UFO, a uh, jean jacket <laughs> after one of the horses that they, uh, that M it was supposed to be M's, but they sold or they, they gave them away. But, um, they're gonna, they're gonna set up these, uh, they're, again, they're gonna set up these cameras. They know how, um, when this thing's nearby because they set up this grid, it's really smart of, uh, those inflatable arm tube men. Uh, so with the electric car batteries that anytime the, um, the ship is flying over uh they'll they'll go out so they know exactly where it is and then um the cinematographer can take the impossible shot but then as they're like getting as they're doing this as they're all ready um oj is the one to um to bait the thing with uh, the horse and he actually put um little things on the back of his hood supposed to be like eyes uh, a dude from TMZ comes up there, <laughs> and that's actually—it's actually really funny um, because he's a douche, a dick, kind of like a lot of TMZ reporters. Yeah, and um, he's like, M is telling him like, "Don't go down there. We're doing something." He's like, F- "You know, fuck off." So he decides to go down there, um, and he's on an electric bike. <laughs> and Angel's talking about what happens when somebody's writing something that has electricity and it's about to go into something that is like, I can't remember what he exactly says. It's like a uh, anti-electric field or yeah. whatever. Going um, 50 miles per hour on an electric bike into an electro anti-electricity field. Uh, dude eats shit. Immediately starts screaming in pain <laughs> because he fucking flies off the bike. Um, OJ tries to save him. Dude's arms are like broken. And the dude's like, where's my, ca- where's my phone? Why aren't you taking a picture? Please take a picture. Please video this. And it's just like, dude, come on. A <laughs> uh, guy gets eaten by the way too. Sadly, yeah. I guess if you want to say sadly. Um, it was a cool shot. Uh, Cause when OJ went to pick him up, you could see the reflection of the ship in the shining helmet that he was wearing. 
And he's like, fuck, dude, I'm sorry. And he got the fuck out of there and uh, watched him get sucked up. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't blame him. Um, so the entire time, they're having to kind of like uh, really like fiddle and try to get this good like shot, but there's too much dust and stuff. And I and I like I'm sitting and at some point though, I'm like, I'm thinking like, okay, um, they I feel like they get the good shot, but we have a really weird self sacrifice moment with a cinematographer who like to get the impossible shot he sacrifices himself and he ends up dying getting eaten and um angel almost dies but angel's actually kind of smart he um i say actually kind of he's smart he wraps himself in in a tarp and barbed wire and whenever it tries to eat him he gets spit back out (laughs) and he almost eats shit too but um yeah it's like uh it's crazy because um at this moment, everybody it's kind of like, not a disaster, but everybody's kind of like tired, getting beat up, like getting flown, thrown around. Um, but after trying to eat Angel, um, I guess because it's it's upset, it transforms. Um, <laughs> and it is an insane transformation. I, I, was, I was talking to Cole in there. I was like, holy fucking shit they're pulling an evangelion right now because this is like the most angel abstract looking shit ever yeah i i thought it was an angel at first because it looks so fucking cool it's the the stuff that this alien's made out of we got a little hint of it earlier it's like it has skeletons it has like its own bones and its skin is like a cloth tarp thing it's not tarp fabric. It's more of a cloth fabric. Yeah, it's like a sheer kind of... It looks like a sheer fabric because it's very... It looks so thin, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it has mass and it's like... A, it's a thick um, creature. And um, I, I will say, whoever did, like, the CG and everything, like, um, for this did a phenomenal job because it's like they're because whenever we get like full shots of it you can see whenever it's eating or when it's moving its skin furls it wrinkles it um it moves around a bit it's really cool and then whenever we get this I, I can't really explain this other than that it looks like whenever it transforms it basically unravels itself into like this kind of ribbon angel looking being um but it's fantastic a fantastic design yeah absolutely love it it's asymmetrical yeah beautiful just floating and it has this thing where um it's its mouth but it's kind of like its eye where um it, it's it's a square but it it kind of pushes it out a little bit and it expands um and it makes this cool like um like fluttering like um beating sound whenever it's like shooting it out transforming it it like it moves but also as it's moving it's constantly like um going out going in going out going in it's really cool um and uh, we have this moment where oj is nm are trying to like Basically, one of them is trying to sacrifice themselves to save the other, and um, OJ does it because he's on his horse, and M is trying to get on the electric bike. Uh, she's able to escape, but she gets to Jupiter's claim, and that's also where we get another anime reference because as soon as she gets there, she does a fucking Akira, um, the famous bike scene. 
it's pretty cool actually <laughs> yeah it's pretty damn sick um and like we can assume that oj's dead and she still tries to get the impossible shot with uh with this uh well this well that's there and it has a camera inside of it it's, for, it's like a gimmick sh- uh gimmick photography thing where kids will look into it and then they'll take a shot with the camera at the bottom she releases this big inflatable um old time miner to kind of entice the creature um eventually she is able to get the shot um and tries to eat the creature or the creature tries to eat the inflatable man and when it does all that air and pressure it explodes and it dies <laughs> yeah, it explodes into ribbons i'm assuming the bones were somehow made out of uh the ribbon itself and like the pressure popped everything yeah i, I assume the the ribbons themselves can harden into like that like a skeletal structure i'm assuming but um yeah, and um, <laughs> M is like, uh, understandably like, fuck you, you know, you don't mess with us, and um, that's where also where we get to see that OJ survived. <laughs> he's in, he, as the cloud of dust moves, he's there, and um, he's with uh, Lucky, and yeah, yeah the horse survives. Yep, Angel survives. Everybody, everybody except for the cinematographer survives, and. Um, he was a fucking weirdo anyways, because whenever he's introduced, he's just watching videos of animals fighting and dying. You don't understand art, okay, Cole? It's for art. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's a weird guy, but um, he actually has a... a I didn't realize, too. He, uh, he um, Let me pull it up real quick, because he's actually... His voice... Is, iconic. Um, it, it has to be something iconic. It's a legendary sounding voice. Yeah. Uh, his name is Michael Wincott. Uh, he actually, because of his raspy, deep voice, he gets cast in villainous roles. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I thought was interesting, too. And, I mean, yeah, it's an iconic voice. Um, so, yeah. Um, What's he been? Oh, um, give me a second. Because I feel like it's probably been in a lot of... Uh, Voice oh fuck! Roles he was in he was in uh, Treasure Planet. Okay, all right. He was Scroop. I don't remember who that was, but that was like he was in there. Um, he was in Ghost in the Shell uh, from 2017 with uh, Scarlett Johansson. Halo Two. He was the Prophet of Truth. Oh my God! Yeah, he was the he was in the Crow. He was in Alien Resurrection. He was in Dead Man. That's uh. It's a movie with uh, Johnny Depp. I've seen that poster before. He voices Death in Darksiders 2. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. That's exactly. Okay. Yeah. He, so he's got a legendary voice. Very he, good. He does. But, um, but yeah, we get, like, we get a happy ending. And um, I don't think there's anything else I can really talk about. <laughs> sort uh, see. Uh, what? Sorry, sorry, my headphone fell out. Um, I don't really. Uh, is there anything I'm missing? Uh, not really. It's a happy ending. Everybody's uh, well. A lot of people are alive more than I thought would be. I thought one of our main guys would die at least, but no, everybody kind of survived except for the cinematographer. Um, I mean, so many people died. Um, he, she, M, did get that shot of 
the ribbons attacking the um the inflatable uh man because they now they did get shots with the cameras that uh the cinematographer bought but um they got chewed up so i don't know i don't think that's usable film anymore yeah so i don't know exactly how much uh legal issues are gonna run into there there's gonna be some stuff yeah but um I mean, hell, like with the, with whatever remains of the body, it, they have to. That's organic material. So, but yeah, no, it ends in a happy ending. And I mean, don't get me wrong, um, you know, ending happy endings or sad endings doesn't really bother me. But I think it wrapped up really nicely. Um, God, it was a fantastic movie. There's no, there's no post credit scene. It's just an advertisement for, um, Nope is getting a Universal Studios. Um, ride section or something that's all you get sucked into the alien itself and you die you die um and you get pumped out his blood um for the slurpees yeah oh yum yum but um i like i said i was um i was hyped for this movie and it met my expectations and more um that whole ufo concept of it being the animal itself i i was completely um surprise it was so good yeah it's gonna be a movie that i'm gonna think about for the rest of my days it's the best jordan peele movie easily i I fucking love this movie uh yeah i do too it's gonna be a cult classic i mean uh jordan peele just needs to keep going dude is a master at this point i mean just keep just keep doing these sub genres of horror like please (laughs) i i mean oh my god like because the thing like it's so perfect i don't think i mean if he did another alien movie that would be cool but i don't think he ever has to do another one again like this is it like if he wanted to move on to a different subgenre like i said do it because holy shit this was good yeah Uh, that's been two fantastic big uh big movies that we talked about that are double feature for y'all today yeah um my rating for minions is a uh, three and a half stars and my rating for nope was a uh, full five uh yeah same thing for me minions three and a half nope full five yeah um gosh any last thoughts anything um minions funny uh alien scary aliens are scary no i mean like even after this movie like i was still thinking about it and like it reignited um an actual like i guess childhood fear of like being abducted by aliens um but in this case it wasn't really in this case it's not really abduction it's more like being Mm -hmm. eaten (laughs) and that's something that happens to me in dark souls way too often um i guess it's this time give me like a sword or something if this happens um Make sure if you see a cloud in the sky, um, shoot at it. No, do sh- not shoot guns into the air. Never do that. It's never okay. <laughs> if, if you see a cloud not moving <laughs> for six months, uh, maybe tell somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, two fantastic movies. Go, go take your family out to see Minions. Go with your friends maybe to go see Nope or go watch it by yourself. Go do that. Um, it's a blast. You will not regret it. And I mean, if you dislike Nope you suck you suck we can't be friends i'm sorry 
stop listening to us. No, please don't stop listening to us. No, please listen no, to no. us. Um, no, uh, if you li- if you stayed around, you know, this long, obviously, thank you so much for listening to us talk about this. Um, and um, yeah, so that's um, that's been a wrap of Nope and Minions talk. Um, so if you want, uh, you can go follow us on Twitter at. Uh, AYCH podcast. Um, go listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Overcast at all you can hear. Um, subscribe, leave us a rating, review, feedback, let us know what you think. Um, we do look at that. Uh, we do appreciate it. We really do. So thank you again. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram for at uh, at AYCH podcast. Uh, will I will be making pictures for our episodes. I think people will enjoy them. Um, you can go follow us on twitch.tv slash all you can hear. Uh, we haven't streamed in a while, but we still have, I think we still have our videos up there, right? Like that. Uh, yeah. All, all of our old streaming VODs are there. Okay. Uh, and then all like, uh, even our older stuff is on, um, YouTube. Uh, go follow us on there. Subscribe to us there. All you can hear. But, um, yeah, again, thank you. And uh, you can follow me, Wenzel, on Twitter at Wednesday Wilkie. And follow my art Instagram at World of Wednesday. And you can follow my bookstagram uh, at Wenzel Banters, where I talk about books. Um, go to my store, uh, worldofwednesday.bigcartel.com. I'm selling stickers and prints there. I really appreciate it. And uh, go to my link tree if you want to. I have my link for my store in there, too, along with my letterbox and my Goodreads. And, um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, my name's Colt. Follow me on Twitter at ColtD00. Thank you for listening. All right. Now, do not look at the animals in the eyes. Never look them in the eyes, okay? Don't look at your dogs in the eyes. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.